The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network at noodle.mx and is sponsored and produced by me from djosephdesign.com. I can do a website design for you. I can do cover art for you, set up a special customized widget for you, even on-site podcasting. If you want to check out some of the services I offer or ask me about other services, you can email feedback at noodle.mx or check out my portfolio at djosephdesign.com. Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, Episode 6, How to Make Lame MP3s with Audacity. Welcome back to the Audacity to Podcast. I am your loving host, and some might say good-looking, too. But then again, that might only be my fiance. So if you see her, tell her I said hi. I am Daniel Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle on different spaces. You can check out my other comedy podcast at theramennoodle.com. I am coming to you from the Noodle Mix Network Studios, and I've got something controversial to talk about today. Something really cool, because this is the podcast where... I teach you, I give you the guts, teach you the tools to podcast successfully with passion, organization, and dialogue. That's the pod of podcasting, and we talk about that a lot around here. So I want to jump into this, but before I do that, I want to tell you briefly about my sponsor. See, while we're talking today, I'm going to talk to you about the Lame Codec. The Lane Codec is the best MP3 conversion encoding software there is. It's the best in class. You know what else is best in class? GoToMeeting, our sponsor. GoToMeeting by Citrix. Web conferencing lets people come together globally by allowing them to meet online to present, demonstrate, or collaborate in real time. GoToMeeting can substantially reduce meeting-related expenses. GoToMeeting can help reduce overhead related to meeting materials with voice over IP, like that's voiced through the computer instead of just on the phone, or you could call in via your phone or use your computer. GoToMeeting is brought to you by Citrix, and it's the easiest way and the best in class way to host an online meeting, and it's the most affordable. I've used GoToMeeting before, and it is easy, and it's got some great features that make it really nice to use. That's what makes it the best in class. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 45-day trial. Thank you, Citrix, for your support. And now, we return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. So, a lot of people use Audacity to podcast. Maybe you use Audacity as well. Audacity doesn't come with an MP3 encoder built in. It tells you to download it and install it separately. I want to help you to know how to properly use that. Because there is a lot of misunderstanding about Lame 
And I know some of my fellow podcasting podcasters, like others that talk about podcasts, and well, I'll refer, I'll name one of them, Cliff Ravenscraft over at podcastanswerman.com. He and I did an episode once, episode 125, and the link to that will be in the show notes over at noodle.mx, or you can get the direct link at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash six. In episode 125, he and I talked about the lame MP3 codec. Let me back up because I've just used a whole lot of terms that you may not be familiar with. I'm hoping and assuming that you know what Audacity is and you know what an MP3 is. Just in case, an MP3 is a way of compressing an audio file. I think I've just introduced some confusion because compression comes in two different ways. Last episode, in episode five, we talked about audio compression. Compression is a technical audio term. This time, though, we're talking about file compression. File compression is a a lot different because it's reducing the file size. Take, for example, WAVE or AIFF. Those are uncompressed formats. Now, whenever I use the word compressed or compression, I'm talking this time about file compression, not the audio compression that we talked about last week. A WAV file is uncompressed, so it is in its full raw state. Everything recorded is there. Nothing is compressed to save space. It's all there. A WAV file is big. They... When I record an uncompressed wave with my Zoom H4n recorder, the files that I get end up being about five to 600 megabytes per hour of recording. So like the ramen noodle is about an hour long podcast. It's five to 600 megabytes per wave file. And I record in four channels. So that's two wave files. That's a gigabyte per hour of audio. Obviously, you don't want your people to download that huge file, so you need to compress it. Compression works, file compression works, by figuring out what details of the song could be compacted or some of the information removed. The way it's doing it is it's squeezing some things in, it's reducing the quality on some things, and overall it reduces the quality in order to make the file size smaller. Think about telling a story. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, went, the lamb was sure to go. That's a story. It's a highly compressed story. I said that in just a little bit. What if instead I told the story like this? In a distant land, in a foreign place, a young, beautiful woman had a pet. But it was more than a pet. It was like a family member to her. The family member was... A lamb. That lamb had a fleece to it. The fleece was soft. It was fluffy. She could lay her... I could go on and on and tell Mary had a little lamb in a one-hour story. How can that happen? Well, I'm giving you a lot of detail if I tell it in one hour. If I tell the nursery rhyme version that you know, Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow, etc., I have left out a lot of details. That's what 
compression does on a file is it leaves out details or it makes certain things lower quality. You want compression. Compression isn't bad. You want to compress things because people are not going to download a half gigabyte podcast if it's an hour of audio. Now, video is something different. So we're talking strictly audio only podcasts. People don't want to download something that huge and you don't want to have to mess with a file that huge on your website server, especially if you're using something like Libsyn or your own web host to host your files, then you're going to run out of storage space very quick if you don't run out just after the first few minutes. So you need to compress your files. How you compress those files is very important. There are different ways, different algorithms to compress your files. They're called codecs. Codec is short for compression, decompression. Because whenever you compress a file, it has to be decompressed as well. It can't just be played compressed. It has to be decompressed. Just like when you download files from the internet, or maybe when you downloaded Audacity, you downloaded it in some kind of compressed form, and you couldn't just use it just like that. You had to decompress it. That's why, if you've ever wondered why when you bring an mp3 file into Audacity, it takes it longer to import that mp3 file than it does a WAV file, it's because Audacity has to decompress the file. So a codec is the software used to compress and decompress. Codec. The CO is from compress and DEC is from decompress. So mp3 is a way is a format of file compression. But the actual codec being used is how you get from that uncompressed original recording to an mp3 file. There are many different ways to do it. The two most popular ways to make an mp3 file, two most popular codecs, are LAME, which stands for, oddly and unfortunately enough, LAME ain't an mp3 encoder, which it is, (laughs) the worst name ever for an mp3 encoder. Encoding, by the way, is how it compresses things. So there's LAME and there's Fraunhofer. Fraunhofer costs money. You can buy it as a standalone or you can get it in certain software like Adobe Audition or iTunes uses Fraunhofer to compress its MP3s. Now the two different compression, the two different codecs there are ways of getting to the same end goal, an MP3. But they have different ways of compressing them. Lame is the most popular one because it is free. Lame is also the best MP3 encoder. And I'm pausing dramatically there so everyone can yell at me and say, no, it isn't. It's terrible. No, it's not. It is the best MP3 encoder if you use it right. Fraunhofer is the best MP3 encoder if you use it right. But I'm going to focus on lame because that's what you have in Audacity. Instead of making a WAV file 
out of your project, that's the uncompressed format, and then taking that into another program to compress it to MP3, you can compress your files straight from Audacity. Now, I highly recommend that you be using Audacity 1.3 Beta. The latest version at the time of this podcast is 1.3.12. I highly recommend you do that. The workflow is a little bit different between Audacity 1.2 and 1.3. I will be describing things based on 1.3. The buttons are in just a little bit different location. The properties, when we talk about settings for your MP3 encoder, those are under preferences in Audacity 1.2. In Audacity 1.3, it's when you go to export your file. So it's much easier. So make sure you're using 1.3.12. You can get that over at the Audacity website or check the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash six and I'll have a link there. And then follow the directions for how to install the lame encoder. It's pretty easy, but just follow those directions there. So let's assume you have LAME on your computer and you've got Audacity. You want to make your MP3. I hear way too many podcasters using LAME the wrong way and giving LAME a bad name. No, actually LAME already has a bad name, but many podcasters are giving it a bad reputation. I will play for you an exaggerated example of what a low-quality file sounds like. So you'll get the idea of what compressing your sound, compressing your audio file, does to the audio quality of what you're listening to. This is a file that is at 32 kilobits per second. It's in stereo, and it's constant bitrate. Now, I just used a lot of terms... Please keep going. By the way, this is going to be a kind of geeky episode, but I'm going to go through this slowly and try to explain all of my terms. I'll explain those terms in a minute. But listen to this as you get an idea for what it sounds like. Now, before I play this, though, I will give a stipulation that when you're hearing this on the download, or even right now if you're listening to this live or over at noodle.mx slash live where we record at 8 p.m. every Wednesday night, Eastern Time. I want you to know, first of all, the quality will be reduced even more because it's being recompressed. Never recompress an MP3 if you can. But still, I have exaggerated the bad quality of this. So you can get an idea of this. Now listen to this bad quality. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've compressed this greatly down. So, did you hear that? It it sounds kind of like I'm underwater. Did you hear that? Sounds to it. You don't want that on your podcast. Listen to it one more time. Just listen very closely, especially if you have headphones or some good speakers. Listen closely. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've compressed this greatly down. Yeah, one person in the chat room over at noodle.mx slash live said, it sounds like it's phasing. And yeah, that's true. Or it sounds like you're in a can or in a sewage thing 
and it sounds pretty sewer-like anyway because it sounds stinky. That is at 32 kilobits per second stereo constant bitrate. Now let me explain those terms right there so you can understand. The kilobits per second is how much space is it going to allow or how much space will it try to take up per second of audio. A kilobit is smaller than a kilobyte. There are 8 bits to 1 byte. So, let's do some math here really quick. At 32 kilobits per second, that is 4 kilobytes per second. Okay, now we're talking bytes, so it's a term you're familiar with. At 4 kilobytes per second, 1 minute of audio will be 240 kilobytes. That's not bad. That's small. But that's terrible quality. Did you hear that quality? That's absolutely dreadful. But it's really small. It's trying to take up very, very little space. Now let's consider the second term I used, stereo. Well, you probably know what this is. There's stereo and there's mono. Stereo is where you have two tracks, two audio tracks. You have a left and you have a right. So you can hear things in one ear or the other ear. Mono is only one channel. That doesn't mean you only hear it in one ear or the other, unless it's done poorly. But usually it means you hear the exact same thing coming through both ears. Mono is just a single channel that goes to both ears. Stereo, two channels, one goes to one ear, one goes to the other ear. Now, CBR, or constant bit rate. I'll explain that in a little bit. But for now, let's focus on those first two bits. The kilobits per second and the stereo. In Audacity, when you create an MP3, and if you tell it, since we're using the example of 32 kilobits per second, when you tell it 32 kilobits per second, that's how much space it will take up, regardless of if your audio is mono or stereo. If your audio is stereo, it splits both channels. It splits that 32 kilobits per second between both channels. So effectively, both channels are getting, what's half of 32? 16. Both channels are only getting 16 kilobits per second. But consider if you brought, if you record or edit everything in mono. That's one channel gets 32 kilobits per second. So it's getting twice the quality in one channel that you're getting in each of two channels for stereo. Let me play a comparison for you. Here is that first clip in stereo. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've compressed this greatly down. Okay, so that is stereo at 32 kilobits per second. Here is mono also at 32 kilobits per second. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. 
that's because of the way I have this compressed. I've compressed this greatly down. Did you hear the quality difference? I really hope you did. I hope it came through. There is a huge quality difference just between those two. They are the exact same file size. But they're different qualities. Why? Because I'm splitting it. Okay, you learned this. You learned the difference between mono and stereo as a kid. Think of a cookie. If you have a sibling with you and you have to split the cookie between the two of you, do you get a lot of cookie? No, you only get half a cookie. If you're the only one, if you're an only child, then you get all of the cookie. Try and give your listeners as much of the cookie of your podcast as you can. (laughs) That should be a quote. Giving your listeners as much as the cookie of the podcast as you can. So if you can, try to release your episodes in mono because right off when you choose your kilobits per second, it will be twice the quality of stereo. Now, I'll give the stipulation again. This is coming from Audacity. If you convert your files to MP3s with iTunes, iTunes is different. iTunes is, it takes whatever number you use and assumes that number for stereo. So if you tell it 32 kilobits per second in stereo, but you give it a mono file, it treats it as if it's stereo, but only one channel. So it will give that one... Sh- that's probably a bad way of explaining it, but it gives your mono only 16 kilobits per second. So it does it based on what it would be if it was stereo. It doesn't do it based on the actual final file. It does it based on what it would be. So if you give a mono file to iTunes and tell it 32 kilobits per second, you will get a 16 kilobit per second file. But let's focus back on Audacity. What I hear most podcasters do is they release an episode in stereo at 128 kilobits per second in CBR. Now, I will explain CBR, constant bitrate, again in a moment. Or not again, but I will explain it in a moment. I will let you listen to a sample of 128 kilobit per second stereo quality. This is the way most podcasters release their podcast because this is Audacity's default setting, the newer Audacity. I think the older one had a different setting, but this is the newer default setting for the lame encoder. Listen to this. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've compressed this greatly down. Now that is much better, yes. But you may have noticed, especially if you're listening through headphones or good speakers, you may have noticed still some of that watery sound. There are a couple podcasts I listen to where their quality is always at 128 stereo, constant bitrate. And it is very hard to listen to. I get a headache listening to it because it's sounding phased and it's sounding low quality and that kind of watery sound and washed out sound. It's really hard to listen to. And you don't want your listeners to have a hard time listening to your show. 
Now, I will tell you the higher quality audio that you're giving, that you're recording, so if you have a nicer microphone, the more this shows up. So if you have a really cheap microphone, this might not show up as much as it shows up in my recordings because I record with a Heil PR40, which is about the best microphone you can get for a podcast studio. If you are using a cheaper microphone, you may not notice this as much, but it still does take place. So what many podcasters who podcast about podcasting will tell you is stay in stereo, but they say if you're going to use the lame encoder, encode at 256 kilobits per second in stereo. Let me let you, I'll let you hear what that sounds like. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've So, well, I know I'm playing the same clip over and over. I should have said something different in there. But I wasn't sounding as much like I was underwater. But let's do some math really quick, and I'll calculate this for you. At 256 kilobits per second, that means it's 32 kilobytes per second of audio. In a minute, that is 1.92 megabytes. So almost 2 megabytes per minute of audio. If you have a 30-minute podcast, that's going to be 57, around 57 and a half or 57 megabytes. That's pretty big. That is big for a half-hour podcast. If you're doing video, that's actually small, but we're talking about just audio podcasts here. You can get the same quality of audio if you post your files as mono because it's giving... Let's back up. When you're at 256 kilobits per second stereo, it's giving each channel... 128 kilobits. So if you do 120 kilobits mono, you're getting the exact same quality, but half the file size. But maybe there's a reason for you to broadcast in stereo. Now, please, please, please do not put your people in different sections in your ears, like one co-host in your left ear and another co-host in your right ear. And I will demonstrate for you how annoying that can be because now I'm coming to you in your left ear. If you're hearing me in your right ear, then you have your headphones on backwards. And now I'm coming to you in your right ear. And this should be your right ear because you should have your headphones on the right time by now. And it gets really annoying because you'll hear someone talk from this side and then you'll hear someone talk from this side, and then from this side, and then from this side. And you you might be pulling your hair out because you'll start getting dizzy. Well, maybe not. It gets annoying, especially if you listen through only one ear. Many people will do that. They'll have just one earbud in, and they'll be listening through that. So if you have only one earbud in, and you're listening to something where the voices are split between the channels you'll only hear one side of the conversation. Not a way that you want to listen to a podcast, unless you just don't like the other person. So, your voices absolutely should be in mono. There are very few reasons to do stereo unless you're doing drama. 
only do stereo with voices in different channels if you really have a good reason to do it. Now let's talk about another reason why you might want to want to release your episodes in stereo instead of mono. If you have music in your podcasts or movie clip sound effects or just special sound effects that are stereo, you might want to then release your podcast in stereo and you'll have to decide is it really worth doubling my file size in order to have the sound effects sound fuller and better? Some people would say, yeah, I think it's worth it to have my music and my sound clips sounding all that much better. Others, well, maybe the sound effects you're using are already mono, so you should be releasing your audio as mono. So decide if you want to release in stereo or in mono. And keep in mind, at least in terms of audacity, the, the quality level you choose stay, makes the same file size regardless of if you're in mono or stereo. But if you're in mono, it's twice the quality of stereo. If you do it from iTunes, mono is half the file size of stereo. So you can do your own math and decide what it will be. But still, let's go back to that number. 256 kilobits per second stereo to get good sounding audio. Some people would actually say you should do it in 320 kilobits per second. That might be over. That is overkill for a podcast. That's overkill. If you're downloading music or buying music from Amazon or iTunes or wherever, Maybe you want 320 if you're real if you've got really good ears. My ears actually aren't good enough to distinguish between 256 and 320. But right now we're talking all in terms of this thing called constant bitrate, CBR. There's another way to look at this. First of all, you need to know lame is terrible at making CBR MP3s, constant bitrate MP3s. It's terrible at it. That's why the files have to be so big or the quality jacked up so high is because LAME is lame at making constant bitrate audio files. But that's the default setting in iTunes, in not iTunes, in Audacity is constant bitrate. Let me explain the difference there. Constant bitrate means that no matter what is happening in your audio, it could be silence. It could be a deep, bassy voice. Or it could be really high voice. Whatever is happening in your audio will get the same amount of space. Think of chairs somewhere. Like an airplane. Everyone gets the, except first class, everyone gets the same size of chairs. If you're super thin, you get the same size of a chair. If you're not super thin, you will get the same size chair. And you might not fit in that chair very well. Or if you're super thin, you may just start thinking, boy, there's a whole lot of wasted space here next to me because I could fit two people in here. Why do I have to buy a separate ticket for my special someone to go with me? Constant bit rate is the same way. Every second uses the same amount of space, 256 kilobits. 
That's constant bitrate. However, LAME was designed to be used as a variable bitrate encoder. Variable bitrate means that depending on what's happening in your audio, the encoder will either increase or decrease the quality within a certain window. So if your audio has a whole lot going on at the same time, especially consider strings in in an orchestra. Strings need higher quality audio. Strings are usually where you can tell if the file was encoded poorly or if it was encoded well. I actually have a soundtrack from Deep Blue Sea, the movie Deep Blue Sea, and some of the strings on it just sound really watery. And I think it's because when they made the CD, they actually recorded in a low quality or something. I don't know, but it is terrible. The quality that I can hear, or maybe I got a bootlegged CD. It could be possible there. It's terrible. It sounds like it's underwater. Then again, Deep Blue Sea is a movie that takes place underwater. So maybe that was intentional. So if you have strings, violins, cellos, and all of that going in music, it needs higher quality. So what something like variable bitrate would do is it would decide it would use the higher end of the window that you've allowed it for encoding. So if you're in a range of 160 or 170 to 210, it would use 210 kilobits per second. If there's not very much going on, at all, maybe it's completely dead silence, the encoder would decide, nothing's happening here, I'll use the lowest amount of quality that I need, the lowest amount of space. It's that adjustable space. Think about it also in terms of the typewriter versus the computer. On a typewriter, a capital I takes up the same amount of space, horizontal width, as a capital M. On a computer, though, a capital M takes up a whole lot more space than a capital I. It's different amount of space. So variable bitrate changes based on what's going on. LAME was designed to be a variable bitrate encoder. Fraunhofer, that other MP3 encoder, was designed to be a constant bitrate encoder. That's what iTunes uses. So what I suggest is that you use variable bitrate encoding. Now I want to play for you an example. Remember, this is the 256 kilobit per second stereo constant bitrate. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like... Okay, just a short preview there. Let me play for you a specially encoded variable bitrate file and listen to the quality of this. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. Did, did you notice a difference? Actually, here in the studio, it sounds to me like the second one is actually better quality when I play it back. I'll let you hear the full thing. I am not underwater while I record this, although I know it sounds like I am. That's because of the way I have this compressed. I've...
So I'm using variable bitrate. Let me tell you the file size differences in these. My constant bitrate file is 647 kilobytes. That's at 256 kilobits per second stereo constant bitrate. My special file that I created just now and played for you is 295 kilobytes. It's about half the size, but the quality is the same or better. Do you want to know what settings I used? If you want to know what settings I use, then please send me $99. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to give it to you free here and tell you what settings you should use. So in Audacity, and I'm showing people this live in the chat room in the live show, but I will explain to you how to do this as well, audibly. In Audacity, when you make your MP3, you go to the file menu, choose export. In the format dropdown, Choose MP3 files, give your file a name, and this is where Audacity 1.3 is different from 1.2. In 1.3, click the Options button. In 1.2, you have to do this through the Preferences, but in 1.3, click the Options button. What you will normally see is it will say, it will show you four options, preset, variable, average, constant, and most likely it's set preset to a quality of 128 or somewhere around there. That's the yucky stuff. What we want to switch it to is variable, not the presets because the presets make it even a little bit larger than it needs to be. Switch to variable and then from the quality drop down, you'll notice different numbers, just zero through nine. That's just the straight arbitrary number. And it tells you the range of audio. Quality zero, for example, is 220 to 260 kilobits per second, which it says is the best quality. Quality nine is 45 kilobits per second to 85 kilobits per second. I found that I get the best compromise between audio quality and file size if I choose a quality of five. And that is 110 to 150 kilobits per second. That's my range. So it will decide the most space it will take up is 150. The least amount of space it will take up is 110. Then I set my variable speed to standard. That's just choosing how quickly do I want it to compress this. I like it to take its time and make sure that it did it right. So I set it to standard. Channel mode. Set that to joint stereo. That's for some compatibility reasons there. So when you save this, you will get a file that is less than half the size of a 256 kilobit per second constant bitrate file, but will sound the same quality. That's my secret sauce for encoding files with LAME and Audacity. So, briefly review this. Don't use constant bitrate. That's the default setting. Use variable bitrate. If you're in Audacity 1.2, go into the preferences and it's under the 
export options or file types there. Somewhere there's an option for your MP3 settings. If you're in Audacity 1.3, when you export your file, click Options, set your quality settings to, and this, this will be in the show notes, by the way, set your quality settings to Variable, Quality Level 5, Variable Speed is Standard, and your channel mode is Joint Stereo. And that will produce an excellent MP3 for you, and it won't take up as much file size. Now, can you accurately predict how much space this will take up? No, you can't, because it varies the file size. So you can't just assume one episode will be a certain length. But let's go ahead and assume that the pattern that we got for just these 20 seconds of audio that I had recorded at 295 kilobits, kilobytes is what it will be for the rest of the episode. So let's calculate this out. At 20 seconds, 295 kilobits, kilobytes per second, or per this 20 seconds, that's less than one megabyte per minute. So for a half hour show, you would have a 26 megabyte file instead of a 57 megabyte file. That's much better, especially if you're on one of these sites like Libsyn that limits how much space you can use per month. You'd be able to upload more episodes in a month or pay less to upload the same amount of episodes if you do this. Now, you could even half this and leave the quality, change the quality around by switching to mono if you wanted, and you'd still get a fantastic quality audio file. So that's quality five in Audacity. Now, last week, in last episode, in episode five, I talked about the compressor and compressor limiter and all of that stuff. I forgot to mention that your results definitely will vary because of your equipment. Someone sent me an audio file and said, I can't figure out how to make the numbers you gave me work on my file. It just does these weird things. He sent me his file. I listened to it. And it sounded like he was recording with his microphone next to a fan. So there was a lot of background noise. It was really loud background noise. So I replied and let him know some ways that he could remove that noise and fix it up regardless of where his microphone was. I will explain that, how to remove noise, in a future episode. But I've gone long enough on this episode, actually a little bit longer than I usually try to go. But thank you for sticking around. Hopefully I haven't put anyone to sleep. And hopefully my secret sauce, as they're posting pictures in the chat room of special secret sauce, hopefully this secret sauce will help you get a bit better at making your mp3 files or whatever you decide i hope that you will make a more educated decision now hopefully understanding the difference between all of these terms 
and the quality level goes the same for version 1.2 of Audacity because you'll be using the lame encoder, pretty much the same lame encoder, but just maybe an older version. Now, if you have questions, you can email those to feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332 or get the links to anything I mentioned or post a comment in the show notes over at the audacity to podcast slash the audacity to podcast.com slash six. As well, I want to tell you about some cool things I'm working on with noodle mix and services to make you a better podcaster. First of all, I've got the subscribe and follow widget on my site. I custom made that. It's in the upper right section of the site where you can subscribe to my show, follow me on Twitter, sign up for my email newsletter, which, by the way, I still haven't sent one out, so I don't think you have to worry about getting spammed if you sign up for that. But I would like it if you could sign up for that and then might get special announcements or deals there. But I do want to offer to you, I haven't made an official plugin yet for my subscribe and follow widget, but if you would like it custom made for your site, you just give me the addresses you want put into it and I will custom make it for your site, make it your color scheme, make it fit into where your site is, give you the icons and all of that. I'm selling that for $50 or since you're a listener of this podcast, I'll give you an instant 10% off your first invoice through my company, D. Joseph Design. So that would be $45 if you want that customized widget for your site. And I make it myself for you. So I'd work it out and make sure that it fits in just right with your site. And I can change the icons or change the colors for you. It uses CSS3 and it looks great. It degrades nicely. But you can check that out. See if it's something you're interested in. Email feedback at noodle.mx if that's something that interests you. Now, as we bring this show to a wonderful, graceful close, I want to remind you to follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Check out my other podcasts over at noodle.mx. I've got the ramen noodle, my flagship podcast. It's a comedy podcast. And oh boy, the last one, I was laughing so hard. I was crying. It was fun. (laughs) And if you want to hear some Christian critical thinking about movies and want to ponder some things a little bit more, check out my other show, Are You Just Watching? at areyoujustwatching.com or noodle.mx. So now that I've taught you, now that I've given you some of the guts, taught you some of the tools, I want you to go out there and podcast successfully with passion with organization, and with dialogue. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope to hear from you again soon. Follow me on Twitter, The Ramen Noodle. Bye.